Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And one last question. Had all this happened a few months ago or a few weeks ago or a few days ago? And would it have been possible to prevent it if the unicorn had arrived within the time arranged? Jenny made a brave effort to keep back her tears, while Susan and Dolly sobbed together. Frank wanted to rush to find his father and mother and brothers, and Fritz was obliged to hold him back. Captain Gould and the boatswain went out several times to examine the ground near the palisade, but came back without having found anything to throw light on the matter. Some decision, however, had to be arrived at. Was it better to remain at Falconhurst and await events there, or to go down to Rock Castle ignorant of how matters stood? Should they make a reconnaissance, leaving the women and Bob in James's protection, while Fritz, Frank, and Captain Gould and John Block went to investigate either along the shore or across country? In any case, they had to dispel this uncertainty, even though the truth should leave them without hope. Fritz was voicing the general wish when he said, let us try to get to Rock Castle. And let us go at once, Frank exclaimed. I will come with you, said Captain Gould. And so will I, said John Block. Good, Fritz replied. But James must stay with Jenny, Dolly, and Susan, who will be out of harm's way at the top of Falconhurst. Let us all go up first, John Block suggested. And from there, perhaps we shall see... It was only reasonable to do that before going to reconnoiter outside. From the aerial dwelling place, and especially from the top of the mangrove tree, the view extended over much of the promised land and the sea to the east, and also over nearly eight miles of coast between Deliverance Bay and False Hope Point. Up, up, Fritz answered to the boatswain's suggestion. The habitation among the branches of the tree had escaped the general devastation, thanks to the dense foliage of the mangrove, which almost concealed it from view. The door giving access to the winding staircase inside the trunk bore no marks of violence. Frank found it shut, and wrenched at it so that the lock bolt came away. In a few moments they had all climbed up the staircase, lighted by narrow loopholes in the tree, and set foot on the circular balcony, which was almost completely screened behind a curtain of leaves. The instant Fritz and Frank reached the platform, they hurried into the first room. Neither this room nor the rooms next it presented the least sign of disturbance. The bedding was all in good condition, the furniture all in place, so it was obvious that the original falcon's nest had been respected. The marauders could not have found the door below. The foliage had become so very much thicker in the course of these twelve years that it would have been as impossible to see the dwelling from the yard below 
as it was from the edge of the neighboring wood. It really looked as if Madame Zermatt and Mrs. Walston had set everything in order only the day before. There were preserved meat, flour, rice, preserves, and liquor, enough of everything to last for a week, in accordance with the usual custom observed at Falconhurst as at the other farms. Nobody now, of course, gave a thought to the question of food. What occupied their minds to the exclusion of all else, filling them with despair, was the deserted condition of Falconhurst in the height of the summer, and the pillage of the lower dwelling. Directly they returned to the balcony, Fritz and the boatswain clambered up to the top of the mangrove tree to get as wide a view as possible. To north ran the line of coast bounded by False Hope Point at the little hill where the villa of Prospect Hill stood. Nothing suspicious could be detected in this part of the district. To west, beyond the canal connecting Jekyll River with Swan Lake, spread the country watered by the little Falconhurst River, through which Fritz and his companions had walked after they had crossed the bridge. This was as deserted as the country which ran still further to the west as far as a defile of clues. To east, the vast arm of the sea spread out between False Hope Point and Cape East, behind which lay Unicorn Bay. There was not a sail to be seen at sea, not a boat along the shore. Nothing was visible but the vast plain of water, from which, to northeast, projected, the reef upon which the landlord had struck long ago. Turning towards the south, the eye could only see, about two miles and a half away, the entrance into Deliverance Bay, near the wall of rock which sheltered the dwelling of Rock Castle. Of that house, and its annexes, nothing was visible except the green tops of the trees in the kitchen garden, and, a little more to the southwest, a line of light which indicated the course of Jackal River. Fritz and John Block came down to the balcony again, after spending some ten minutes in the first examination. Making use of the telescope, which Messieurs or Matt always kept at Falconhurst, they had looked carefully in the direction of Rock Castle and the shore. No one was to be seen there. It seemed that the two families could not be on the island now. But it was possible that Messieurs or Matt and his people had been led by the marauders to some farmstead in the Promised Land, or even to some other part of New Switzerland. To this suggestion, however, Captain Gould raised an objection which it was difficult to meet. These marauders, whoever they may be, he said, must have come by sea, must even have landed in Deliverance Bay. Now we have observed none of their boats. The conclusion would seem to be that they have gone away again, perhaps taking... He stopped. No one ventured to make answer. Certainly Roth Castle did not seem to be inhabited now. From the top of the tree no smoke could be seen rising above the fruit trees in the kitchen garden. Captain Gould then suggested that the two families might have left New Switzerland voluntarily, since the unicorn had not arrived at the appointed time. How could they have gone? Fritz asked, who would have been glad to have this hope to cling to. Aboard some ship that came to these waters, Captain Gould replied one of the ships which must have been sent from England, or perhaps another vessel which arrived off the island in the ordinary chances of navigation. This theory was possible, and yet there were many grave reasons to suppose that the desertion of New Switzerland was not due to any such circumstance. Fritz spoke again. We must not hesitate any longer. Let us go and look. Yes, let us go, said Frank. 
Fritz was just preparing to go down again when Jenny stopped him. Smoke, she said. I think I can see smoke rising above Rock Castle. Fritz seized the telescope and turned it towards the south. For more than a minute his eye stayed glued to the instrument. Jenny was right. Smoke was passing across the curtain of green, above the rocks which enclosed Rock Castle to the rear. They are there, they are there, cried Frank, and we ought to have been with them already. This assertion nobody denied. They all had such dire need to recover hope that everything was forgotten. The solitude that lay around Falkenhurst, the pillage of the yard, the absence of the domestic animals, the empty sheds, the ruin of the rooms at the foot of the mangrove tree. But cold reason came back, to Captain Gould and John Block, at least. Manifestly, Rock Castle was occupied at this moment. The smoke proved that. But might it not be occupied by the marauders? At any rate, it would be necessary to approach it with the utmost caution. Perhaps it would be best not to go along the avenue which led to Jackal River. If they went across fields, and, as much as possible, from wood to wood, they might have a chance of getting to the drawbridge without being sighted. At last, as all were getting ready to leave the aerial dwelling, Jenny lowered the telescope with which she had been scanning the coast of the bay. And the proof that both families are still here, she said, is that the flag is flying over Shark's Island. The white and red flag, the colors of New Switzerland, was indeed waving over the battery. But did that make it absolutely certain that Monsieur Zermatt and Mr. Walston and their wives and children had not left the island? Did not the flag always float at that spot? They would not argue the point. Everything would be explained at Rock Castle, and before an hour had passed. Let us go, let us go, said Frank again, and he turned towards the staircase. Stop, stop, the boatswain suddenly said, lowering his voice. They watched him crawl along the balcony, to the side overlooking Deliverance Bay. Then he moved the leaves aside, put his head through them, and drew it back precipitately. What is the matter? Fritz asked. Savages, John Block replied. End of chapter 12. Recording by Nancy Cochran Gergen, Gilbert, Arizona.